The Last Word on Travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com, Ireland's favourite travel insurance provider. And so it's time for our weekly travel spot with Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. And today we're going to talk about a location in Italy, the name of which I was not familiar with. But now I realise that I've seen it and you may well have seen it as well if you saw the most recent James Bond movie, No Time to Die, because we're going to talk about Matera in Italy. Uh, Sarah, tell us where about in Italy is Matera, please. Matera is in the very south of Italy. It's down um, near the, the heel of the boot. It's actually... A lot of people think it's in Puglia, but it's actually in the, the region next to Puglia called Basilicata. And it can be, a lot of people visit it if you're, if you're taking a trip around Puglia, some people would pop in. But I think it, it was relatively not very well known until um, recently, I think, when it was featured in the James Bond movie. And suddenly it, it's, it's such a dramatic place. I think a lot of people started asking questions about it and, uh, and wondering where it was. For those who saw the movie, remind them of the location. And for those who didn't see that Bond movie, give us a sort of a guide to what it looks like. Yeah, it's at the very, very opening scene um, when um, it's like an ancient city. And it's when James Bond is is is, is on the motorbike and he visits um, Vespa's grave there at the very, very beginning. And it, it's in it for quite, it's in, in it for quite a bit. Uh, they're staying there. They're staying in these kind of cave hotels, which is pretty much the way it has developed now. Um, the thing about Matera is it has such a fascinating story. Um, we were there about four years ago and I mean, besides the fact when you see it for the first time, it's this like this ancient city on top of a, a rocky mountain and this lush green kind of valley below. It's, it's, it's remarkable just to see it. But it actually has an amazing kind of rags to riches story as well. Like up until 70 years ago, it was labelled the shame of Italy. And it was um, people just lived inside these caves with no water, no electricity. Like this is 70 years ago. It's kind of hard to believe. Um, and it's actually also the third oldest continually inhabited settlement in the world. So it's a, people lived there for over 9,000 years. So like when you say ancient city, like it really is an ancient city. Um, and then the, the Italian government then 70 years ago just decided to um, rehouse the population and um, put them in the kind of a new Matera. And it was pretty much deserted then um, on, for about 40 years until UNESCO declared it a World Heritage Site. And um, then investors uh, just started kind of buying up these caves, um, as you do, but and turning them into boutique hotels and restaurants and art galleries and things like that. So it's it's really like it, it, it's an incredible place to see. It kind of feels like a bit of a you're on a bit in a bit of a movie set. You know, it's hard to believe it's actually real when you're there. Yeah. What are the hotels and the, and the restaurants actually like then? Yeah, it, it, it's amazing, especially if you if you stay inside the old town or the sassy is what it's called. Like, you know, your bedroom could be in a cave, like your shower would be in, in an old cave as well. And lots of the restaurants are all underground. So it's 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 just fabulous wandering around. Like most hotels are small; they're all boutique hotels. They might have four or five rooms, you know. Um, as and they're, they're and they have because they're all relatively new. They have that gorgeous blend of kind of modern, you know, furnishings with the old caved walls. It's it's really 
um, it's it's just so dramatic. It's 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 one of those places that I mean, a lot of people ask me, you know, somewhere new and different to go in Europe, um, uh, something different. And anytime I suggest it to people, they all have the same reaction. Everybody's always kind of blown away that they hadn't really heard of it before and they can't believe it's so accessible from Dublin. And, you know, it, it is one of those places that I think you'd want to be literally made of stone if you weren't impressed yourself. Is it one of these places though, that you'd go to for a long weekend rather than for a longer trip? Yeah, I mean, it's quite small and um, it depends really. I mean, Ryanair fly from Dublin to Barry every Friday and Monday. So it's a handy one to go if you just want to go for a weekend break. But it's also... Um, because it's so close to Puglia, a lot of people would do it. They they would, you know, book a week and visit Alberabello and a lot of the the, the famous uh, Puglia towns as well. Uh, so it's a good. You can. It's a kind of. It, it's handy to do either. You could do it as a weekend break on its own, or else um, as a as a longer trip if you want to explore Puglia as well. Okay, and you mentioned Barry is the nearest airport, is it? Barry is the nearest airport. It's about an hour. Like, there are buses and trains to it, but it's not the easiest place to hire a car because the old town, you can't drive in the old town. It's all uh, pedestrianised. So you need to sort of park outside and bring your luggage in and out. So it's not the easiest place to, to, to have a car in. I'd say if you can... Um, book a transfer and then if you want to explore explore Puglia afterwards you could always get a car when you're like car is actually very cheap it's about 40 euros a day over there so you know you could pick up a car and drive off afterwards but it's not the kind of place you'd you know you'd you'd, you'd park your car and you'd go off for an afternoon to be honest you'll stay in the city and just appreciate the, 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 the place itself anyway I think for a couple of days definitely What sort of prices for flights and then for accommodation? Yeah well it is like it's very hot down there in the summertime and it is that city feel. So I would suggest going in September and October anyway. Um, and flight prices are much cheaper. So that's kind of a good thing. I just looked there the 14th of October with Ryanair was the cheapest date. There were 104 return for Friday to Monday. Um, but also the 23rd of September, 7th of October, Friday to Monday is 137 return. So prices are very cheap. Airfares are very, very cheap there. Um, and then hotels, it depends on, I have a post up on the website with different offerings in it, but you just need to be careful because if a lot of people are, like a lot of these hotel rooms or guest houses would have like two or three rooms and that's all they'll have. So if you're clicking on it and you think they're gone, you kind of just need to refresh or you need to just check back and look at various options because you'll think, as I said, something is full and it will be available. But, you, you know, a nice kind of kind of old sort of small guest house type hotel, Pensioni would be about 200 per person for a three nights stay. So you'd be, you could get a weekend break for 300 euros in the centre. Um, but there's a lovely four star hotel that I picked up and they said there was only two rooms in it. It's called the Palazzo del Duca. It's a luxury hotel and they have these um, deluxe junior suite with like the freestanding baths, the showers in a cave. The whole room is in a cave, um, and it's 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 rated one of the best rates or best hotels there. Um, and that's three forty eight per person. So with your flights, you're looking at about four fifty for three nights stay. But it's it's like such a unique experience. Um, like it's really, I think it's good value for 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 what you're actually getting. It's a couple's location, though, is it rather than a family's one? Yeah, we had the kids with us, but mine are older uh, and we were doing a, a tour around kind of Puglia at the time. But it's definitely like it's very hilly. So we, you know, we, we did the Piaggio tour, kind of like a tuk-tuk tour, and that was great. And they enjoyed the kind of uniqueness of it, I suppose. But um, but it wouldn't be, it couldn't have buggies now or it wouldn't be a place for sort of infirm or anything like that. I'd say ideally, I would say couples or, or friends or something like that. Yeah. 
How busy is it, uh, especially after getting all of the publicity out of the Bond movie? Yeah, it also actually, um, I meant to mention this earlier, it was actually the European capital of culture in 2019 as well. It had that, as I said, that kind of rags to riches story. Um, But then I think COVID hit and it just didn't get the publicity it probably would have got, um, you know, if it wasn't for that. Um, So I'd say, you know, I I haven't heard this year. I mean, certainly I was looking at availability and there seems the hotel seemed to be available. Um, and it's probably not the, the place you'd pick off the top of your head to go in the height of the summer, but it is definitely lovely. It's really gorgeous city break now in September, I'd say would be just the perfect time to visit or else unless well, you were going to do a longer trip around um, Puglia or something like that. I know you have more details at your website, thetravelexpert.ie. Sarah Slattery as ever, thank you for joining us here on The Last Word at Today FM. <laughs> The last word on travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com, Ireland's favourite travel insurance provider.